Yo, welcome to the Not Too Deep Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, the Not Too Deep Podcast is a podcast where we dive into the minds of young adults and we get their opinions and beliefs through a bunch of topics as we navigate through this thing called life. I am your boy, Quaylen Bobby. It's your boy. I'm your boy Jalen Hakeem, newcomer. <laughs> it's your boy Comeback Kenny. You already know what the fuck going on. Ain't nothing me now. It's your girl Demean Cuts. Demeanus. <laughs> Demeanus Cuts in the city. I swear to you, not. Oh it's a 7 Eleven, y'all. Make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad that I make the same 11 11 like wish every time 11 11 happens? No, because I do too. Nah. I know. Like, you gotta hold the How about that? Ever send it to you, kiss. Sometimes it's an emoji. Sometimes it's in person. I'm not the type of dude that makes wishes. I grant wishes. So, you know. Yeah. Say we love ourselves a fairy god, Kenny. I'm not the fairy guy, Kenny. I just make it happen. <laughs> shit. Sometimes it's the impossible, you know what I'm saying? Nah, shit. Boom. Well, I mean, we're going to start running it up. I think first thing we should do, Jazz, let them know who you are, and then we're going to run a little mini game with you so people could really know a little bit more about you, and then we could just kick it off with the topics and go from there. Lord have mercy. Earth. Well, I'm Jasmine Johnson, 23 years old, from the East Side. Uh, been cutting hair, first time cutting hair when I was eight years old, so 10 years, basically. Um, yeah, I love what I do, man. I'm, I'm located in Lawrenceville. I'm mobile. Where you cut at? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in Lawrenceville. Hmm. We love to see well, it. Well, wherever the money at, that's where I'm at. <laughs> where the money resides. <laughs> where the money resides. <laughs> money at. <laughs> that's a bet. That's a bet. So here's how it's going to run it up. What we did was um, before we went up to the shop, I'm going to be going up there again to be real with you. Um, we had hopped online. We had asked some people. It was like, hey, look, y'all know our Barber Jazz. We talk about it all the time. You know, we won't y'all to give us some questions for the next time we go and we see you so we got these questions online we're gonna ask them to you it ain't a hot seat it's the sauce throne right mm -hmm. so first question how do people respond to you being a female barber um some people respond well some people don't um some people once once guys get cut by females, they actually like it because they say um, females pay a lot, a lot more attention to details. Um, guys, they just kind of cut you for the money, get you in and out. Um, I have had a conflict a couple times with, you know, women, you know, reference to me cutting their man hair. I had a woman call the shop uh, one time. She called the owner, you know, and she was like, well, I'm trying to get my husband haircut. Woo -woo -woo -woo. And the owner was like, well, um, the barber, she should have availability, you know, around three or whatever. And the lady was like, she? What? 
Yeah, my husband ain't getting her haircut, getting not getting his haircut by a female, and she hung up the phone like that was it. So she missed, she missed out on the blessing. She know her jealousy, big blessing. Yeah, she don't even know. <laughs> it's her loss. Shit. Yeah. Some people get intimidated by the female. Some people like it, you know. Hmm. But I always know a woman knows what a man's supposed to look like, regardless of what she like. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Know what y'all supposed to look like? I might not have a beard, but I know what it's supposed to look. It's, like. it's, it's, it's logic. It's Yo, logic. Get it, Chris. That might have been the purest gem of the year. We need more female barbers. Is all that I heard just now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we need more female barbers. And that might, man, yeah, guys just get you in and out. You got that twenty minute cut, baby. That thing gonna last you about two days. <laughs> that ain't the word. Hey, that's facts. <laughs> hey, man, you paying for what you get, man. Mm. Okay, okay. You can literally throw out a price and I'll pay that shit. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna get that experience nowhere else. Yo, it's funny you say that because the next question they was like, "Hey, yo, Jazz, do you pull up? It's forty dollars to Uber to your shop, so they gonna pay you, but they ain't trying to pay that forty dollars there. They might as well just pay the fifty for the house call." Makes more sense. You're gonna waste the money to get here. You might as well get me there. And over that way, you get to have me at your free, your free loop. You get to do what you want to do with your house, and I mind my business. I was about to say the house call experience is always, yeah, it's, it's always yo, what? Way better than the shop experience. And it's some crazy stuff that go on in them house calls. House, house call experiences are always better than the shop experience, and the shop experiences themselves are not bad at all. So. Yeah. It's like I remember we got um it was either a Sunday night football game or a Monday night football game. Um bro, uh, just out there in the garage projector showing the screen, getting sauced up by halftime. Like, don't let the team be playing. Son, <laughs> don't let the team be losing headline program be <laughs> fucked up. Hey, <laughs> they jump around in the seat and stuff. Okay, I'm telling you. Let them get an interception or it's over with. Oh man, I don't have these issues because I don't oh, watch sweating. Sports. <laughs> I watch sports, bro. I know nothing about any major man. sport at all. Bro, I remember I was cutting y'all here one time. Uh, I was playing cards and stuff like that. Real networking, man. We was drinking and everything because everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's that really be everybody pull up. Oh, jazz at, jazz at the crib. Say less. Say less. I'm paying. Say less. I'm paying. No, that is a whole event. Is that y'all trust me up under any circumstances? Y'all let me get drunk and all. <laughs> <laughs> That's safe, hey. boy. That's safe. Yo, uh, I remember one time I fell asleep in the chair <laughs> and I woke up looking like a brand new nigga. Jazz was like. Jazz, how do you how do you cut people hair when they go to sleep? Like, how does that? Like, how does, I always wondered that because I used to be, I definitely used to be one of those people. I definitely used to be one of those people. Man, you know, because people started to go to sleep on me, I actually changed how I cut hair. Like, y'all, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but I used to phase y'all first. Mm -hmm. Now you Lana's first. Thank you. Go on and get it out of the way. Yep. 
I also remember um, when you were doing my hair, like you said, you switched up how you held the um, clippers and you were doing something with that as well. Mm, boy, you get that better grip on there. Something about the way you hold your clippers, you'll get a better line. A lot of barbers do not know that. That is a major key. The way you hold your clippers will determine your line. Because think about it. If you're holding something that's circular and you're trying to put a straight line on something, if you have most of your pressure on that right side, you're going to hold the clipper to it. So if you don't put your thumb kind of towards the middle or towards the your adjacent side, so your left side of your right-handed, the, the clipper will tilt, and you trying to put a straight line with your hand crooked, it, it's too much work that you're not thinking about. It's like it's too much mechanic work that you really ain't really thinking about, but it helps out. So that was the first thing I was actually taught when it came to barbering, how, how to hold the clipper properly. You know, you're supposed to put your pinky behind the blade, behind the uh, clipper and stuff like that, keep the back, keep the butt of the clipper up, give it a sharp you know, I don't know if I should be telling y'all all this, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey no, it just shows why we come out so saucy. Like they can't do it like you. Other barbers, <laughs> they can't do the pinky movements like you. They can't. Like, they can't do all of that like yeah, you. Yeah, I do. I do cut with the pinky up. That's not, yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It ain't you. Can, they can't do it like so you. So fancy in this motherfucker. He too. Listen, he'll be better. And it'll help you balance. With she be looking bougie as fuck when she cutting hair. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my niggas, let me tell you about Bougie real quick, bro. Let me tell you about Bougie. I will never, ever forget the first time that Jazz and Kalia tag team me and did my nails and my hair at the same time, bro. Yo, I remember because I had came up to the shop after that experience. Like, you was in the process of, like, the second half um, with Kalia when I was in the chair. Bro, my entire cut, this man is standing in front of me. Hey, bro. Next time you got to get the nails cut. You can probably do it right now. What you doing after this, bro? I'm telling you. You need it in your life. <laughs> the whole cut. And this man just oh, looking. And looking at himself. Looking in the mirror. Looking at me. <laughs> hey, my nails are done right man. now. Look at that shit. <laughs> you, you're grooming, you're grooming yourself from the crown. You might as well work it on down. You feel me? But Jazz, you know what's crazy? Like, back in high school, like, at OEC. Uh-huh. When I was doing this, no people was like, "Jalen, you, you getting your you getting your nails done, you getting your eyebrows did. What? What's crazy?" And now it's like normal. Taking care of yourself—that's crazy. What are you doing? Don't groom yourself. What? That's that's not manly. Do not groom yourself. Stay oh, what? Oh shit! I'm like, how is that not manly? Like your girl is gonna want a a dude that's looking clean everywhere. Why not? You can call it whatever you want to, but if your eyebrows look better than a female, you think she ain't gonna start no conversation with you? You don't think she's gonna be looking at your eyebrows? That's crazy. Bro, let me tell you something. Y'all know I talk to older women. I'm sitting there talking to her, just having a conversation at dinner one day. And this lady, I'm sitting here like this lady staring at my hands, and she said, Oh my god, your hands are so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That shit, bro. That's funny. Part two. Drop the gems, Jazz. Drop the gems, Jazz. And you are Drop all the gems. <laughs> like what? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to have a manicure day? Yeah, let's run it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's run it. Let me take your mother out on dates. You know, nail dates and stuff like that because you don't think it's manly. Thank you. <laughs> Oof. Pedicures too. That's when to get real sensitive. You know the feet kind of close to the heart. So yeah, I take you on the nah, pedicures. I gotta get my feet right, and then I'm gonna start getting pedicures because I feel like they be talking about my feet in the place. Go, don't, don't. You gotta go first. 
I mean, I went with my mom once, but I just feel like they was talking about my feet in a place. So I need to get my feet right on a personal level <laughs> and then go back. <laughs> the people you got to work out before you go to the training. Nah, yeah, yeah, type shit. Like, like I got to lose weight before I get liposuction type shit. That type of, like, yeah. Yo. <laughs> I just went to the nail shop with my homeboy Keyshawn, bro. We yeah. just went got our hands and feet done. And we was out there cracking jokes with the older ladies and everything. Honestly, Jazz, you probably the reason I keep getting snatched up by these older women. Like, I can believe it. I don't mind my business, but I be looking good while I do it. You feel me? Hey, man. <laughs> what you're supposed to be, yeah, though. I don't know. Baby. That's how it, I, I don't know. <laughs> that is the key to picking up women. Mind your business and look good while doing it. Bro, Thank you. Say that again. That's mm. Oh my God, Kenshin, mm. you just dropped the gym and you ain't even know it. Ooh. We you just dropped. had this conversation. We just had. Ooh. Mind your bro. Oh my God. Okay. So I just want to know how do y'all be shooting y'all shot at women, bro? Because me personally, I just need mind my motherfucking business. Yeah, they so want to come my business as well. If not, then shit. I assume that you don't want to be bothered. Cause I know, like, fuck. When I'm walking, I don't want to be bothered. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> Treat people how you want to be treated. Treat. They've been saying that junk since Marbit. <laughs> Treat people how you want to be treated. Shoot. If I want to be treated like a king, I'm gonna treat everybody else like they're royalty. Oh, it's just how. It, that's just how it works. Hey, bro, it's the law of attraction. It's like shit, though, please believe. It's the same difference with me with the booking. People always say, oh. Do I have to book? Yeah. You want me to respect your time? You want to respect what? I don't want you to tell you to come up here. And I got four niggas sitting up here waiting because I done forgot to told you to come at four o'clock. But these niggas done book. And now you looking at me. But I'm like, hey, they book. They knew what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. I forgot about you. Right, hey. uh, niggas don't never want to be in They secure they spot. They expect, they expect to get to the bag, though. Like, what the fuck? Yes. They secure yes. they spotted deposit their money. I'm sorry. I forgot. Hey, well, why are you going ahead talking about people booking? Like, where can they find you? Um, Style C. You can find me on Style C, or you can call me, text me, anything. Style C, um, it's Style C slash Demean Cuts, D-E-M-I-N-K-U-T-Z. It is not denim. It is not demon. It's not damn, whatever y'all try to say, none of that. It's D-Mean. D-Mean. It's literally D-Mean. Literally. You can't mess it up. Mm -hmm. If you mess it up, you're doing it on purpose and you're disrespecting. You ain't even try. You're not even trying. <laughs> she pronounced it like three times just now. Man, it's no way. Hey, I know speaking of like booking and everything like that, what should we do with our hair before we come to the shop to get a cut or before you pull up? You should always shampoo your hair. If you know that you have a really dry scalp, normally I'm moisturizing, you gotta worry about that, but if your, your hair is clean, it's good. Um, my clippers are over $500. I do not want to have to buy a new set of clippers or go up on y'all haircuts because somebody caked up and gunky hair and damaged my clippers. I don't have time for that. And they got a Ferrari motor. Come on now, let's, let's not mess up a Ferrari motor on the head. It don't make sense. No, your clippers clean too. They're like golden. Oh my gosh! Like I tell you, this is she bougie. <laughs> she bougie. She real bougie. 
Like, they're not loud. They're quiet. You can talk. Look at your ass smile, bro. That's a bougie ass smile. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Look at him. It's the dimples. It's the dimples. It's the dimples. <laughs> I'm not about to play with y'all. Look, you can't even hide it, but you can't even put it away. Exactly. Man, I speak is over with. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, definitely show who you hear, man. That's that's the only thing I really have to say. You know, it's like um, it's like cutting cutting butter with a hot knife. You just slide right off, you know. You just, and I'm not sure if y'all ever seen um this video, but a guy cut he he wanted to demonstrate how your hair falls off when it's when it's clean or whatever after you shampoo it. Um, he did the first cut. The hair it just kind of slapped on your shirt and it didn't move. Kind of got stuck to your face. So when I gotta dust you off all the time. And then the next guy he shampooed him. You know he had a white cape on. The background was white, and you literally see the hair flying as he's cutting it. Like it's just, as soon as it pops off his head, it just start flying. It doesn't fall straight down because it doesn't have any weight onto it. So when you hear people say, "Oh, hair is flying," yeah, it really does fly. It doesn't just fall straight down. It goes left and right and stuff like that. Well, the hair actually flies. So especially when it's clean, and that's easy for me. Cause boy, as soon as I brush your hair and put that moisturizer on that thing, either waving up or curling up. Yeah. Give you a crispy line too. Once you get all that oil and all that extra debris off your hairline, man, I put them, put my my sauce on the bun and tap that motherfucker. Ooh, wait. That natural line. <laughs> that natural Ooh, line. Wait. Look and that's what I'm big on too. I that was my main, my biggest thing. That was my biggest thing when it came to cutting hair, man. I wanted to branch out from other barbers without using that enhancement but give y'all that crispy line without pushing your hairline back and mm. i had to find my own remedy and that was it a clean clean base and uh put my stuff on them let's keep that mug in place lined up yeah i realized even even when it was dry it kind of it, it cuts different it looks kind of gray and ashy looking it doesn't look full. I was I was always out there Instagram without the edit. Mm. Mm. See, see, it's it's the little things, <laughs> the little things that she pays attention to that that changes the whole cut. It literally is the details, bro, and it shows that your work, Jail. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, I got a question for you, Jazz. Like. I've been there. I won't say I've been there since like the jump, because like you said, you've been cutting your hair since you've been cutting hair since you was like eight. Let's but, say you you caught the first wave of me cutting friends. I'll say that. Definitely. So yes. I've I, I seen that and I've seen you evolve and how you went from cutting in the classroom to cutting in a an OEC to cutting in the first shop, cutting in the second shop. Now you in the garage. Now, yeah, you cut in the garage, cut in the backyard. What do you think your next evolution is like? What do you think is next for like you? For me, um, let's say I I have I've had let's say this. When you met me, I had I had one vision for myself, and it was not cutting hair. So the fact that my evolved into something like this you know to to network with different people and actually touch different people with something so simple as just changing their image 
I didn't know it was gonna go like this. So considering that I know I have not this much power, but you know, this ability to change people, um, I think I wanna expand it a lot more, a lot, lot more. And we was just discussing it before we aired, you know, about um finding proteges or having me wanting to have a twin and hoping I was just somewhere else at the same time type of thing. I think I wanna uh actually start helping the youth with getting their license and stuff like that it's a lot of barbers i know before me before i started cutting hair people i watched growing up you know they was always running from state board and always doing that other kind of stuff so i think helping people get their license be my next step you know making sure that they know how to cut you know the little simple things that can just help them go a little bit further yeah, that's that's probably my next step so some classes some classes and stuff like that you know not necessarily getting certified I can't certify you, but I can definitely tweak you and, and, and feed you knowledge. Definitely. If you're a sponge, I can help you soak it up. I got two questions for you, Dad. Mm-hmm. One, <clears throat> have you ever considered like partnering with like local organizations like a YMCA or anything like that just to start up like a youth program, like a, a curricular activity or anything like that? Um, I've thought about it, but the only execution I have done was not related to barbering. It was actually um, sports. I was uh, doing shot put and I became a coach. But barbering wise, no. Hmm. Well, I was just thought about it. I would definitely recommend it. You, you're a very personable person, obviously. <laughs> you want to know what I actually thought about doing? What? Working in the mortuary. Hmm. How did? One fresh cut, the last one. Send me huh. up into heavens. The, the last freshest cut possible. They've living their whole life with fucked up haircuts, you know. Back to back, back to back. Probably by a man, but you know, no discrimination. But yeah, he ain't gonna give a damn about you what you look like in that damn casket. Yo, I never even thought about that aspect of it. Considering that one of my clients almost passed, that was in a very deep thought of mine. Sheesh. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, you got to cut me if I ever die. I was like, what? But it, I was like, yeah, I do. Hmm. No cap. Hey, that's the one demean cut that's going to last forever. <laughs> I keep trying to tell y'all niggas the cuts is eternal, bro. <laughs> Man, yeah. Even though your hair grow a little bit after you pass, I think once you get in that casket, this, that's that's that. Motherfucker right now. That's that's that motherfucker. That bitch. Yeah. I don't care if they got a super glue that bitch. That's yeah. <laughs> they could gorilla glue it then. Sure. Gorilla glue that cut. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, bro. It's gonna be a passionate ass cut. But stick my <laughs> down the fuck. That nigga gonna really look like he resting. Really peacefully. Okay. Never Why you playing though? No, I feel like that's what the Egyptians were doing when they were like, hey, look, when I go out, make it saucy. Like, <laughs> I want, I want all the gold. I want, I want everything. I want Make the saucy. I want the pyramids. Let them know twenty thousand years from now, yo, who was this cat? Like, <laughs> like, yo, to me, pimp my hairline. When they dig me up, I want them to see my hairline first. <laughs> They're gonna be like, this was obviously royalty. You get tapped by his pristine no. hairline. That'll be something if your hairline determine how royal you are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how much power you would have, Dad. Uh-huh. Imagine how much power you would have. Man, 
<laughs> it's like you have to like I'll literally have to just it's it's my hands will literally transfer you over. <laughs> I would. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> cut will be the nighting ceremony. Man, hello, I'm telling you. Well then who cuts your hair? Um me. Hmm. I um I tried the barber thing. It's it's not <laughs> Imagine being able to bless yourself with a cut. Yo, you know how I many times I fuck myself up? Well, well, I mean, since you was oh, like no, eight. Man, coming in high school, headline pushback. <laughs> but but nobody gave a fuck though, because you beat anybody ass. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, you did be stop put like <laughs> Ain't gonna stay on top of that. Everybody fuck with you too, so you didn't yeah. really have to worry about that. I I'd rather mess with my own hairline than than to mess up anybody else's. Right. And it was wild too because like me and Jalen would come to school, you know, both of our hairlines looking how it's looking. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, we had it back. I'm like, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> like <laughs> was <laughs> when, when this happened, like, bro, what? <laughs> I'm in biology. This man, what what's going on? Right? Yes, sir. First period, bitch rush class. Your hustle is so fucking legendary. I remember one time I walked into Mr. McKinney class and I was watching you line this nigga up and I was like, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McKinney, uh, Mr. McKinney what's going on here? Mr. McKinney. Like, yeah, okay. You know what's funny? That was like my first time talking to Mr. McKinney. What? <laughs> yeah, me and him never, we never had conversations. I never talked to him, you know. I wasn't a thought, but I always, you know, we had a female somewhere and they all was in different classes and I, you know, I used to skip around and stuff. And Mr. McKinney, you know, he used to always be like, leave that little girl alone. And me and him just started talking. And then next thing I know, somebody walked up, hey, Jazz, can you shake me up? And I was like, yeah, you know, a little three, five dollars. Yeah, come on. I ain't doing shit. I'm at the school. waiting on practice if I go. You know, so I'm like. <laughs> Hustle is completely unmatched. I else mess with, you know. So I'm like, okay, yeah, come on. So did you just, like, always bring your Clippers to school? Niggas just had to catch you on a good day. <laughs> I think after a while, I, I did start bringing it because um, that's wow. I started cutting hair like for real. Like once they, I think once everybody seen either it was it was Christian or, or Anthony, one mm -hmm. of them. People started seeing them and was like, "Who cut your hair? Like that ain't clean, you know?" And it was like jazz, and it was like, "Nah, not jazz, not jazz, <laughs> jazz. <laughs> not jazz, jazz." They like, yeah, jazz. They're like, nah, not with him. The <laughs> gay girl, she got oh god, that's how everybody was. You know, then it just started expanding, you know, one person after the next, after the next, you know. And then, um, Jalen, I call him Fred, who used to be on the soccer team. And I said, I'm shocked I don't remember his name, but Jalen, um, he um, he started getting cut too. And I ain't gonna tell you no lie, I was I was kind of scared to cut his hair because he was so particular, and at that time, I felt like I was still fresh. Like cutting wise, so I felt like not to say I felt like I couldn't deliver what he wanted, but I wasn't sure if I can give him exactly what he wanted at that time. Mm -hmm. 
You feel me? Especially considering I haven't cut multiple different grains of hair. So I was just trying to figure it out, you know. But uh, hell, I did. And after a while, he started, he definitely, he wanted to cut every week. He wanted to cut every week. And I was cutting in his rush class, his rush class then. And that's how I became the cheerleader's manager. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jazz always in that bit. All the cheerleaders back there. All of them. Got it. All the games for free, man. I became their manager. Cutting <laughs> 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 hell right before the game. I started putting the water in the pool. By the time I'm done packing the clippers up, I'm packing everything. All of that is going on in the rush class. Yo, what? I'm shocked I didn't cut none of the games. Now that I think about it, I think I was too into the game. <laughs> we need more teachers like Miss Rush. Yeah. Yo, Ms. Rush is awesome. Miss Rush, man. Man. I appreciate you. For real, I owe you. I need to see you. Shout out. I owe her too because she sent me. I, the I know exactly why you want to see it, Jazz. Relax, bro. Relax. Nah, she ain't <laughs> <old>. <laughs> nah, but Ms. Rush was awesome. Like, it's funny because, like, she was still being nonchalant, but everybody was still respect her. So you ain't really trying to do nothing crazy. Nice. And it's like, at the same time, like, you still got that ability to learn. Like, the people that's in there, like, in school, they're like, yo, let's get, I'm, I'm taking A's and everything. Like, mm -hmm. you can really go to the max in that class, too. And it's crazy how, like, all of that could happen. And, like, one classroom saying it was pretty dope. Yeah, because I, I had two years in a row. I didn't have, she have an engineering. Mm -hmm. You know, she had engineering for two had years in a row. Them or you had to go to the cafeteria. I was in Miss Rush class. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Miss Rush is kind of like an auntie to me. You know, she kind of like that auntie. She gonna give it to you raw. Like she gonna tell you what you needed, and that's it. She's not gonna sugarcoat nothing. And we was, I think, our generation we was so trapped up in her beauty, we wasn't listening to none of the shit she was saying. Exactly, but she would really be speaking some gems. Real life, like yeah, like for real. If you actually listen to what Miss Rush was telling you, bro, you you probably will go a little bit further than. Whatever. And you can really, you can really tell because she, she, she had money. She always said she had money. She just teaching because she, she what? genuinely liked teaching that shit. So, and you can tell she was she was really trying to teach kids. Like, but niggas mm -hmm. wasn't paying attention because we was in high school. And yeah, because she ain't had to help me. She ain't even fucking know me. Yeah, but the ones who want to learn, like I said, like she was like, yo, all right. Yeah, facts. We need more teachers. I remember what all I said to her. I think I was like, oh, oh, I can't even remember what all I said to her, but I was just like, I really need to cut this boy hair or something like that. Because I think I needed the money, too. She was like, I really need to cut this boy hair with the wolf. And I was like, I also need for some pictures, you know, to get start promoting them at my business cards or whatever. And then she was like, okay, whatever. You know, you can just come on in here, but I'll be gone. Like, I'm going to leave out the class. Just lock the door behind you. I was like, all right, cool. She was like, stay back there at the window. I was like, shit, I don't worry about that. I got you. <laughs> we ain't getting caught. And it, every morning, it just every morning, it just started rotating. Then point where the bell started, niggas still coming in. Like, I need to cut this rush. Like, all right, I'm about to start class. Like, it had got to that point. And I was like, all right, shit. Well, meet me at OEC, y'all. Hell, it went up from there. OEC. Oh my god. Yes. What is OEC for those who don't know though? Um OEC, I don't know exactly what it stands for, but it's um it's once you leave um your high school to you go to the college for half a day or a couple of hours to uh continue whatever your career pathway is. So if you have a mechanic, barber, and cosmetology, you know, uh, computer science, whatever it was that you were studying uh, for your career pathway, you will go get your credits and your hours at OEC. Mostly. You really ran off with your shit, though. Like, 
I had computer science with my OEC and now I'm not doing nothing with computer science. It's good to see that you took your OEC experience and actually. <laughs> you know how they, whatever you're doing now, you'll be doing in the future. Yeah. I, I had business in freshman year all the way through. My 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 pathway was business essential. I had Miss Gates and Miss uh, Erica Gates. I'm not sure what her, uh, her bait name is. I forgot, but Miss Gates. Um, if it was not for her and Miss Whitfield, I would have not matured as fast as I did with business. Miss Gates stayed on our ass like a mug. She stayed on me and Ronald like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> hey, you see where Ronald is too now. Yeah, yeah. pilot. Yeah, make our blue. I just told you I did not know I was gonna do barber. She made me do do my blueprint, write out my plan, my five tier plan. Like she made me do all of that. You feel me? So I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get to college. It's just like I literally took the work that I did in high school and turned it in. Like literally, like literally, she prepared me for the future, and I didn't even know it. Even the stuff that I'm doing now, I realize to this day, you know, I made a style seat. I think 2015. I didn't start using style seat two years ago. Damn. Hmm. See what I'm saying? I didn't even. I did. I was like, when I went back and looked at, I said, "It was on the song." It was like I tapped into the future for myself, type of thing. It was like I literally had a flashback and remembering myself setting up this account type of thing, but that was the past and this is now. But I was sitting there, that that one little step to brought me here. You know what I'm saying? So, so what's going now, it will happen in the future. So get your mind right. So, so do you have things, like a... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you good, bro. Oh, I was going to say, so would you say that planning was probably like one of the most helpful steps that you took in order to get to where you are right now? Because I know I like to plan. <laughs> the only reason why I would say yes is because I executed on the plan. I didn't necessarily know that I was going to do that. I was about to go to school for occupational therapy. I was going to help somebody once they get into a car accident or they was born with some type of deformity. They didn't have an arm or something like that. I was going to say, look, this is what you need to use. We brought, we, we created this tool for you to use. If you don't have a thumb, we have a tool that you can put on your hand and bring it up your wrist and you can actually grab. Like I was going to go through that and help people basically go through rehab with their bodies or whatever. But all girls school, uh -uh. and then it was predominantly, mm -mm, man, that one going to be good for me because I like white girls too. So no, them two, that was my <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to stay focused, and I, and I knew I wasn't going to stay focused, and that school was like four hours away from home, and I was like, uh-uh, we ain't got it like that to be going there for me to be going there for, and then I was still stuck between, uh, I turned down my barber scholarship, and I ended up, I was about to go to, uh, I forgot the name of the school, but I was about to go to the all-girls school for occupational therapy, I did not go. And at the very last minute, I just signed up at GPTC. Very last second. I think I was with my mom, and she was she was going back to school, and I just happened to be there with her. And I, I remember getting cuts over there too. Hmm? I said I remember getting cuts over there too. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened there. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting cuts everywhere. What made you want to start cutting hair? Am I used to draw? 
And like I said, when I was eight, my little cousin, it was his birthday. And um, he needed a haircut really, really bad. His barber used to fuck him up. And um, I was like, well, shit, I can draw a straight line. Then I ain't nothing but putting a line on the round head. I'm pretty good at math and geometry. It's the same fucking thing. So I was like, <laughs> this my cousin, he's, um, this is my aunt's husband, daughter. She, Her name is Jasmine, too. And she had some clippers in the bathroom. So we go upstairs. I cut his man head. He come back downstairs. Um. I got, of course, like when I went home, I got in trouble. I got a whooping or whatever. I'm like eight years old, cut my little cousin head. But his mom wasn't mad because it looked good. But that day, I didn't pick clippers back up again until I was 12. My uncle called me in the bathroom to come line them up. I told him, I said, uncle, I don't cut hair no more. I'm going to get in trouble. He was like, well, I got you. He called me Jay Hawk because his last name Hawkins. But he called me Jay Hawk. He was like, come on, Jay Hawk. I got you. Don't worry about it. Just, just line up right here. Put the curve on this side. I can't get this side because. When you line yourself up, your hand gonna cover up your eye when you're trying to do this side. So mm -hmm. I did it for him. And my side came out better than his side. So he was like, Jay Hawk, come back here and do the other side. Do the other side. <laughs> I lined up the other side. He, he all in the mirror. He like, shit. You know what I'm saying? Take it across the top. You only do it one time. I lined him up and shit. He had a little patch right there. He was trying to tell me how to cut it, but I stopped listening to him to cut it how, how I wanted to. Yeah, shit, I've been cut up from that day since. So really, if y'all really want to be real since I was 12. Mm. That that was the day I officially bought my own clippers. I, I did everything, bought my raise. I went to Walmart. The clippers was battery packed. <laughs> 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 they wasn't even plugged, you know what I'm saying? They had no price or nothing, just straight batteries. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. I got the remote lining people up, man, you know. Three, five dollars for a haircut, you know, the cheapest haircuts you could possibly find. I just wanted niggas to get cut. Niggas weren't trying to get cut by no female. They weren't going for that. So I, I was like, fuck it, fuck it. It's free. Fuck it. Just come, come check me out. Fuck it. Nice. And I feel like, I feel like the reason I felt like so comfortable is because I remember like when I was young, our dad took us to a female barber once. I think I remember. Yeah. And the lineup was at, it was straight it was actually a good haircut so it was just like yeah niggas think that it's weird for a female to cut hair but i mean like you said earlier attention to detail is the experience is way better they know what you're supposed to look like they know what you're supposed to look like and they know what other females gonna like so you want to know something i never told y'all Jalen, you specifically gave me confidence with doing eyebrows <laughs> you gave me the confidence to get my eyebrows done. That part. Jalen has some very unique eyebrows, and you can easily mess them up. But when I, I see the end result before I do it, it doesn't make sense. So I already know what you're gonna look like before I start on you. And that's that's how you get your cut. That that is a major key. If you do not see it before you fucking do it, you just doing anything. Mm. Simple as that. And, and I think that's something that's un 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 that's really goes unnoticed sometimes. I'd be forgetting like my eyebrows used to really be really messed up before I used to start getting cut. Like for real, for real. Like that used to be a problem. God damn. I'm so sorry. No, thanks. They used to be like, bro, you got a unibrow. They used to get on me too about it. Like, I used to really be down bad on the eyebrows. Like for real. Jazz got me right. I didn't even consider getting them done or nothing like that. Never considered getting them done. I just thought I had to deal with it. Nah, man. I was like, you trust me? It was like, yeah. You know, I've been sending each other this long. I'm like, okay. Bro. 
Bro, out, of, out of my high school uh, only classes, because people were getting so jealous of people wanting to come to me and me being the best barber, I'm not claiming that, but I'm saying I was the best barber. They, um, it got to the point where they kind of had to dumb me down, like numb me down, like limit my clientele. I could only do so much a day. Mm. I couldn't even even if I did have the best work, it wasn't enough. How did that make you feel? That pushed me because it made me. It, I, I've been like that my whole life. Everything's always been like that my whole life. So that's why I'm a lot different from everybody. It's like no matter what I did, if it was good, it was never good enough for whoever I had to satisfy. Whoever that other person I had to bring that result to, it was never good enough for them. And I don't know if it's because they they know that they knew that I could have did more, and I didn't know it, or if they was just being an asshole, just pushing me. You feel me? Right? Mm-hmm. Either way, go. It ain't never a loss. It's always a lesson. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I don't know what their intentions was, but I know how I took it. And that's all that matters. Yeah. But I know, like, just hearing through the conversation that we've been having, you was talking about OEC and everything like that. Starting when you were, like, 12, you know, making 3 and $5, you know, some of them still be free. But, like, at the same time, you was, like, building, like, a trade and a craft. Uh, could you just speak on the importance of learning the trade? Um, That was what I learned in business class from Ms. Gates. Uh, she always said, well, you know me, kid, you know, they always tell you, pick a trade, pick a trade. And was middle school. I'm just like, yo, whatever. I'm skipping class, bitch. I ain't stunning you. And, uh, but my trade was always with me, and I just never knew it. I just enhanced on it, you know. So if you have a skill, if you have a trade, you can definitely take it. I don't like working for people. I don't like punching in, and I'm definitely not on time. So with that type of stuff, with that type of stuff, I cannot work or not. I will get fired. So. I knew, I know me, I know my, my boundaries, I know what I can and can't do, I'm capable of, and that was one that I wasn't going for. And uh, so, if you know, you don't like nobody hollering at you, telling you what to do, you know, you don't like punching in, get you a trade, buy you something that you're good at, even drawing, drawing, I started drawing and it turned into me cutting hair. So either way it go, whatever trade you have, use it to your best ability. Nine times out of ten, the world needs it and you don't even know it. So definitely take that anywhere. I would you can literally go out of town and spend all your fucking money. But if you got some clues, somebody gonna need some help, gonna need their help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's facts. Your way back to Atlanta. Okay. That's facts. <laughs> Now, when I flew, when I flew to Vegas for the first time, I definitely took my clippers out there. I wasn't playing. I ain't care how much money I had. I said, bitch, I'm finna cut somebody out here. I'm like, me some money. I'm finna network. I ain't cut no hands back. <laughs> Go up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, me some money. I got a business trip. I got these license, honey. I like that. Well, I got like two more questions from um, the people that came online. I'm going to have to give a shout out to George for this one because it was a really good one. (laughs) Have you ever been asked to cut hair in areas besides the top of the head? Yes, I have. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Tell me I don't know them. I don't know them. I don't know them. I don't know them. 
<laughs> I don't know them. Okay, I don't know them. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know them. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, I have. Where? No. Where? How? Where? You're not going to tell us where? No, it's well, been, the question is, did you do it, though? That's the real one. I done had about three people asking me some exotic questions like that. Hey, no cap. Exotic, yes. huh? Oh, exotic. Jazz. Yeah. Imagine if you could dead ass cut people pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, jazz. <laughs> jazz. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. People get it waxed. People get it. Your girls get waxed. Imagine if you just go down there with the clippers, put your little design down. <laughs> Line that bitch up real nice. Put a little fade on it. Put a little fade on it. Bro. Jazz. 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 Oh, oh, my God. Hey, yo. Put a fade on it. Yo, you go down on your girl and she got a fade. <laughs> That's what you want, Jay. You want you a yeah. fade on it. Put a fade on it. Put a you fade gonna, on it. Make that's what you gonna do for Valentine's Day. Go put a fade on it. We need to make hey, we need to make that go viral. Put a fade on it. Put a fade on it. Put a fade on it. Fade on it. Mm. office. Um, one of my coworkers, she said she used to use trimmers to cut her hair. And uh, she said, never got ingrown. She never got bumps or nothing like that. And I said, well, it makes sense. You adjusted your clipper blade to the level that you need to have just enough hair to leave just enough for no irritation, but it's still smooth. But it's not bald, but it's still smooth. So it made sense. You know, most, most people's skin too sensitive for waxing. Most people, they can't nair. Most people, they definitely can't shave. They'll either keloid cut themselves or get an infection because they done damn cut themselves so you know you got that hassle but they found the solution with the clippers you know that makes sense because i was it seems weird but because nobody talks about it it's not coming so if it's not coming it's weird but if everybody does it it's not weird even though that bit could be wrong it could be so wrong it don't matter what the fuck kind of wrong it is people getting shot left and right that's right it's wrong but it's right about a lot Okay, next. <laughs> I feel like that, that, we normalize all the wrong shit. Better perspective. We normalize all the wrong shit. Y'all just muted y'all mic. Okay. We normalize all the, all of the wrong shit. That's what's wrong with the world now. You know, we normalize. We have to take control and redirect shit. So, grooming yourself and taking care of yourself, yourself this definitely one of them. You understand me? That's what I was just saying. To most people, that's not normal. We need to normalize that. Groom yourself. We need to normalize that. It's people with terrible hygiene that's hairy as fuck and that stink. I'm not going to tell you like that. I'm going to tell you, but not like that. But you, you smell yourself before I do. So. I feel like as guys, pampering ourselves has came off as emasculine. Yeah, they be so thinking they it's a feminine it. thing. They be like, oh, but, no, I'm tough. Yeah, I'm you tough don't mean, yeah, tough don't mean you don't have to. You got to be. Your skin gotta be tough. Like literally, your skin <laughs> gotta be tough. Tell me something. Does Floyd Money Mayweather look at y'all? Nah, he look like he got money. This is the cleanest nigga you probably gonna find. That's probably, what I'm saying. 
dumbest. He the richest and the dumbest. But he probably gonna be the cleanest nigga I find. Look at this man's hands. Look at his teeth. You know what I'm saying? This nigga has determined to cut his hair bald and he can grow hair. Like, look at how he grooms himself. This nigga cut his hair for the past 30 years when he did not have to bald. Do you understand that? He didn't care about his look. He just wanted to be clean. Thank you. This nigga wanted a smooth bald head, even though he can grow hair. Meanwhile, we have people that's in our generation so fucking worried about their goddamn hair and they empty, but they nails dirty as shit and they ain't washed their ass in two weeks. You don't know when the last time a nigga brushed their teeth, but they smoking blanks and got all their saliva swapping with another nigga. But you worried about a nigga and his fucking man, 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 uh, manicure and pedicure. That don't make sense. It's not me. It's not making sense. He ain't gonna make it make sense to me. I just know how and it cannot deal with people. I, I categorize people. I don't put. I don't. I don't. I fuck with you from a distance. You. You. You let me know how I'm gonna fuck by your actions and your words. Hmm. One thing, my aunt she said we need to uh, talk. Speak less. Let's know. Less words, more actions, a lot of love. And that's something I kind of... Less words, more action. More action. A lot of love. A lot of love. I like that. The less you speak, the more you hear. Your actions speak louder than your words. Hate is easy to give out. You receive more when you love. Mm -hmm. My granddaddy said, uh, live life by the seconds. If you live life by the seconds, you live a lot longer. You start to... (laughs) You start to realize what's worth it and what's not. That's true. That's a bar. People get get mad at the small things, not understanding how how big of a, or how broad of a scope that the world is, or how broad events are. So like we, that, niggas I, don't really be thinking about it. That's what by, by almost an hour now, right? Yeah, yeah about fifty. Now think about how many moments we have had within this hour. Facts. Yeah, think about all the memories we just reminisced on. Off, off of this one hour, and we think about each 60 seconds. Each second was a, a memory. You feel what I'm saying? So think about it if you live life like that. Let's Let's not worry about this this particular minute. Let's worry about these couple seconds right here. We will live life a lot different. You will have a lot less stress. You will worry about a lot less. Your patient will come a lot sooner. It's, it's just certain things that you just would not focus on. But see, what happens is we think it's time to breathe and we get trapped up in this time zone and we start putting pressure on ourselves and we start mm-hmm. getting value of the little basic stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that one. Like a lot of times I be having to slow down because I be getting overwhelmed and I just mm-hmm. be having, remember, I got to take it day by day. And, you know, <laughs> when I do it like that, it's a lot easier to process shit that's going on. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. And like, and like Quayle and, and fucking uh, Jalen tell me all the time, they were like, bro, they say, they're like, bro, I'm proud of you. And sometimes when I need to hear that to slow myself down, because I be thinking I ain't did shit. You feel me? Like, and going, 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 because you know that you trying to go here, but you ain't even realize you done came this far. You bitch, you ain't, look at all this shit you done damn did. Thanks. That ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? But I, I beat myself up. So I'm like, yeah, I might do need to slow down. That's why I feel like all this universe shit happening to me. Mm-hmm. Just got to fucking I know y'all see this fat ass car on my damn hold <laughs> of my truck. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the universe telling me to slow down and also live life by the seconds. Nothing is a loss. Everything is a lesson. So I don't get mad about nothing no more. I used to have a really short temper. Really, 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 really short temper. It's going to 
you'd be mad now. Because you a joke to me. It ain't that serious. I ain't going to be mad about it. Being mad about it ain't going to change the situation. You not worth me losing everything that I done built to get to this this part right here. You not worth it. You not worth these past 10 years of my life, me cutting niggas hell for free. You not worth that. You not worth me standing up when I was cutting niggas hell in the middle of the street at night using the street light to cut niggas hell. You not worth it. You not worth that. Me cutting hair in the rain outside on the back porch. You're not worth that. Cutting niggas in the freezing cold. You're not. You're not mm -hmm. that nigga. You're not. God. I, was, I was talking to Robin the other day, and me and him actually had a conversation about that. He was telling me um, that, you know, niggas out here will try you just on some lame shit, on some small shit, because they ain't really got nothing to lose. And, you know, mm -hmm. I was like, fucking right, Robin. I was telling him about a situation I had at, you know, Lennox fucking mall of all places, <laughs> where a nigga just walked up on me and my homeboy, and he was all maskless and shit. And just talking at us, and I was telling him like I didn't want shit to do with what he had going on, and then I ended up yelling at this nigga <laughs> and scaring all the white folks around me. <laughs> you know what a lot of folks' problem is too. What they got a lot of healing to do, and they don't want to acknowledge it. Yep. Mm. So they take it. It's a lot of people. What happens is. We're living two different lives. We have three. We have the social media life, the one that you want to live in front of people, and then you have your true self by yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have their true self by themselves, and they so used to going out and putting on this front and this front, they don't even know who they are. They yep. just know that they have to put this shit on and wear this shit for this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I would wear the same shit and have more money in my bank. I will continue to wear the same shit. Most millionaires and billionaires, you don't see them wearing it. You don't. You see them investing in it. If social media, if it just fall off the face of earth for whatever the fuck reason, a lot of people are not going to survive. No. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. A lot of people's careers. How long? I don't own the TV. It's the people that's on there for the wrong reasons. I network. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like the people <clears throat> who can use social media as a networking tool, as a as a as a as a as a business as a way to make money type shit, those are the people that okay. But the people that flex that that, that just trying that to go just, viral, yeah, that's just trying to go viral. If social media were to just go and drop off the, they wouldn't know what to do because they wouldn't know how to adapt because that's all they. Oh, they that's all. That's how they shit function. Jazz, I got another question for you. Mm -hmm. Is cutting hair your only source of income? It's cutting hair my only source of income. Mm. No. Oh, so you have multiple streams of income? Yeah, more than two, yeah. Cool. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I trade, so I invest my money. Uh, I gamble. I, I play poker. I play domino. I need to get in that investment thing with you. Uh, also, um, just take me. We got a group chat. I got you. Um, right. I, I, um, what else I do? I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of little, little stuff that's going to add up. Um, you know, I like, uh, one thing about me, I didn't have a lot when I was younger. So my thing was, if I fed enough people, eventually they was going to feed me if I ever go yeah. home. So I always make sure my people are fed and have enough knowledge to feed themselves so they can feed others if we ever need it. Mm. Yeah. That's real. 
Oh, Jacqueline, I got him. That didn't take nothing. Most people that sit there, I got you, and they'll never put you on. I got you. Because guess what? If he don't make no money, how the fuck he going to get his hook up? <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. I'm not going to gain nothing by putting money in your pocket, but you coming back and you're trusting your loyalty. That's it. And that's yeah. all. If you trust me and I got your loyalty, that's thicker than blood. from you. That is thicker than blood. That's facts. That's real. I know. We got like one more question that we have from the people um, on social media. Um, and then we could wrap it on up. Cause it is like an hour. Um, I gotta give a shout out to Thomas Mack for this one because this was also a pretty good question. What's your favorite hairstyle slash type of hair to cut? I don't have any favorite. Um, when I first started, I did. I, I, I kind of favorite towards what was easy to me, but I like the challenge too much, so it's just no favorite. Each each hair teaches you something different. Each each texture shows you something different. Even that person's hair sometimes change changes texture, you know, because it might be moisturized one day, the next day it might be dry. So one day it might be curly, the next day it might be straight. So um, considering that when I went to school they taught us how to cut on straight hair, which is why I hate when white people ask me about how to cut their hair. Yes, um, considering that they taught us how to cut straight hair, they never taught us how to cut. Called, uh, black people hair. They never. They don't teach us how to cut our hair. You um, you want to learn how to cut a brother hair? You better find his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a lot of brothers' hair, considering that they're mixed with all different other kind of stuff, I love it because it's like, how the fuck I'm finna cut this nigga hair? And how it's gonna look? But like I said, I have to see it before I do it because it's it's a lot. Of, sometimes it has been times where somebody coming in and they'll tell me they want something. I be looking at them like you can't you can't get that. <laughs> or they can get it. How can I do that? You know? So each haircut pushes me. Like I say, when y'all fall asleep in the chair, I had to change the way I cut. I started lining y'all up first, get the get the main stuff out of the way. You know, it's just little things. So when I get complicated hair that come to me, I love it. That peas ass shit, I love it. I know sometimes you do that too with like the different designs. Cause I know I be giving you trust, you'd be like, hey yo, can I try something? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> I'm like, outside of my comfort zone too. That's my problem. I don't like to get too comfortable. If I fuck up, I'm gonna find a way to fix it. And normally my fuck ups have been the best cuts I've ever fucking made. Christian uh, Alex Blake, I don't say this nigga whole name. Him. When, that nigga, <laughs> when I cut his head and I put that double part in there, that double part came from a fuck up. <laughs> I was binding him up with laughing. And he laughing to the damn clipper. And he ended up with a thick ass, thick ass little patch right there. And I was like, Phew. I said, something, something has to happen. I showed it to him. The patch was. <laughs> Oof! Damn! Oof! I was like, I said, I can't cut the ball. I don't want to get into Jefferson. We're going to have to tweak it. We're going to have to do something. So. I got them, I took that part and I, I hooked that bitch. I hooked that bitch twice. And then I uh I, I hit it with the razor. You know what I'm saying? Got it real crispy. So the little hairs that was around it, it, it was defined enough to the point where it didn't look bald. It looked like a fade. Man, that nigga went to school the next day. Everybody was on that nigga. That that cut 
that cut right there made everybody want to get cut by me. They was like, damn. And he started getting, he started wearing that double part for a while. I, I still got that picture to this day. Ooh. I, I know the cut that made. Oh, my bad. What were we saying? I, no, I was just saying I still got the picture to this day. I have to show you all Oh, I was saying, I know the cut that made me be like, you know what? Nah, I'm I'm finna go over there too. Was Jalen's prom cut. <laughs> that, that. I saw that. I said, I show, bro, that shit was vicious. Oh my I show God. people, I show people that cut to this day. When Yo, they say, y'all, y'all thumbtack that cut. That cut to this God. day. To this day, I show people that cut and be like, nah, this is my barber. This is what she can oh do. My. They, they don't even know that that's from some years ago. <laughs> that is the most iconic. Yeah, right. it's, it's, I think it's like oh. it's like the cut. The cut is beautiful. Then I got the waves. Then it's the glasses. It's just... Ugh. She, she really, kind of, kind she really did part. her thing. The part. The part was in it. And, oh, my. And you know what's funny? God. While Jazz was cutting me, we was making jokes about all the people who were spending like fifty, sixty dollars. It was going to get cut by Josh and Kyrie. Niggas paying a hundred dollars. My nigga. Looking, and the next day after prom, they haircut looking messed up. Yeah, no, no lie. Ain't gonna say no name, but I ain't gonna say no names. But some of their haircuts was messed up at prom. They paid a 60 Ooh. piece and their haircut was messed up. A fucked up haircut should not be that vivid six years later. That's all I'm gonna say. Dang. That don't make no goddamn sense, bro. But I bet you if I show Jalen, y'all, if I show y'all Jalen haircut in his prom, like you would never forget that haircut. That was by far one of my like I literally came out that haircut feeling like the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like that coming out of all of my haircuts, but that haircut that, specifically, yeah. and I knew I was finna get fresh because I was finna go to prom. I knew what I was finna wear. <sighs> I saw you when you had the suit on with it. I was like, oh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I need to make, time to make a lifestyle change. I feel like I can't top nobody and I could jam here. That shit. <laughs> that shit was beautiful. You felt exclusive jazz. You could talk to nobody. I put I put that nigga head on everything, but and I was okay with it because that was a beautiful picture and it was a beautiful haircut. The waves was sitting just wavy. Every time I see, I just be like, bro, do I want to cut my hair again? But nah, I didn't got too far now. So <laughs> I yeah, I peaked the growth, bro. I didn't got too far <laughs> now. Well. I got too far. Kind of look like that lion on the back. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm going after. The lion look. Man, that one was crazy, man. I'm telling you, that, that thing will make you throw up if you see that. No, we gotta, yeah, we definitely gotta, we gotta put that somewhere on that. I'm gonna have to send you that picture. Hey, you know what, Clay? I just thought about I can add that into the collage. Let me do it. I, I had to get a, a huge design on your head. And nigga, I forgot all about that. I was so fucking high. <laughs> no, I remember one time you did a cross in the back of my head once. That was hard. That's that's that when that when that Todd comes home with the different designs in his hair. I'm like, oh, Jazz just had a field day today. I'd <laughs> <laughs> just, just be like, yo, of course. Jazz like, just had a field day I was today. there with him when he got that cut, bro. I was like, bro, Jazz, just do what you want. And then this nigga Q came behind me. He was like, Jazz, do what you want. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when I see when I see barbers like do all them crosses and stuff now, I'm like, bro, I've been doing that. Nah. Ain't gonna, ain't gonna, ain't gonna say we spent like two hours in the shop that day, bro. And like we was just sitting there looking at ourselves. <laughs> no facts. I'm gonna write that down, make sure I get that one in there too, because they need to see some of these sauce that you've been dropping. Like oh, for real. Oh, that, Quay, that video when I did that one design from all the way to all that went from like here all the way to the other side. Man. Yeah. I think well, I had that for like hey, a homecoming or something like that. Don't tell y'all no lie when I seen that shit. I said, What the fuck? Who did that? <laughs> I don't like they Dad, you know my favorite cut that you did for me, bro. Which one? It was, it was the one. It was the first Miami cut that I got where you did my eyebrows. You had like laid my hair down. <laughs> With that lock in jail. Mm-hmm. I went down there, bro, and like everybody thought that I was either a stripper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. all I was like. All right, all yeah, right. For some male entertainment. That's true. Oh no, that's for real. The out of the about to go out of town jazz cuts hit different. They hit too. so different, bro. They hit different too. <laughs> Cause she know you finna go out of town, so she put some extra sauce on that thing. Bro, she be put her fucking foot in that cut, bro. Like, Yo, bro, she'll tell you what you need. That's <laughs> what you need. Now I do get that a lot. I, I have people sit down, they be like. I don't know what I want, but I was like, okay, well, tell me what you don't want, honey. Yeah, tell me what you don't want, I'll tell you what you need. I've yeah. At least two times where I've sat down and I was like, I don't really know what I want, but I'm going out of town. <laughs> That's something coming that I, I do. Got- I don't know why people feel comfortable enough with me for just, to just sit down. And they don't, they, even if they knew, they don't even tell me, okay, this is how I want my hair cut. They just sit down. And then at the end of the cut, they be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you how I want my hair. It's done. And I'm finna say that, like, I don't never really ever remember asking you or telling you how to cut my hair. It was just to sit down and, yeah, all right, I'm gonna let you do you, you. And uh, I think really, like, the only, yeah, I think, like, the only really time that I do it is be like, hmm, maybe if I want, like, just a mustache and a chin, do I want to try to go yeah. tee? That yeah. might be, like, really the only thing. That's the only time niggas might check me is the facial hair. Okay, I want it a little bit thicker this time, or just don't, don't line it up, or just trim it just a little bit. Like I was well, 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 something so simple. Just get the hair out of my mouth right here. <laughs> oh, that, that'd be me. I ain't even gonna lie. Right there. I don't like it. I don't like it. Get it off, Jack. Now I can't get it off by myself. Get it off now. I'll be plucking the wrong one. Yeah, I'll be trying to pluck it off myself. That junk be in my mouth and stuff. Get out of here. I'm glad it's a universal hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was alone for real. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm not the only male dealing with this issue. <laughs> Bro, what? Oh, but, mm, this man dead ass out of hour. No, big facts. I'm about to say, I mean, we could go ahead and wrap it up. You know, anytime you pull up to the house or we go to the shop, we're going to be chopping it up some more. So, I mean, and we're going to have to get you on it, on it again, like during a cut. 
so like yes, people can know definitely they could get that feel um but mm-hmm. i mean we'll go ahead wrap it up jazz we'll let you start first you got anything you want to say uh i greatly appreciate y'all for having me on the show this morning it was a great morning i appreciate y'all giving me my first laughs and all that good stuff great energy in the air i love y'all man and i appreciate you too man for sure, from day one, helping the nigga out from day one, putting my confidence in myself with all the designs and everything, just getting cut. Because, hell, y'all mama alone did it for me when she got them walked up to that school and scared me, but hey, <laughs> child. Oh, oh, yeah. Our mama for sure was like, our mama would tell us, like, I remember, like, back in high school and stuff. I mean, and even to an extent now, when, like, uh, she would be like, so when, when the next time you finna go see Jazz? Or, like, when she would pull up in the garage. And she'd be like, Jazz, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> oh, God. I'd be like, hey. That's my mom has always been like. like only mom I know they'd be excited for me to pull up to cut their child hair. No, like, our mom has always been like, like, active. real active and not, not even, yeah, I guess you could say that. But in terms of our haircuts, <laughs> she's always been like real personal about our haircuts. Like, she used to take us to the, barbershop like me and Todd we always used to have we're used to having connections with our barbers so mm. having having jazz as a barber is like when we was growing up we had Mr. Mr. Talat. Talat. Mr. Yeah. Talat yeah we used to go to his shop where you we used to go to the shop six o'clock in the morning get get our haircut he used to drop us off at school like so mm. having that type of relationship with a barber it changed the whole type of experience or haircut type of shit and it's, it's it's cool having jazz as as that type of barber at this age in our life when when you can actually understand that relationship mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it might be need to be the next podcast how does how does it feel to have a barber this close you yeah. know average normal house how was school how was yeah. school? it's not that going on you know it's real life like okay so I know you said you got this business going. How was that going? What you need? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then to have somebody to really support y'all, because it ain't that many folks that really support out here. Yeah. I really did be supporting y'all. Well, yeah. y'all, it's vice versa. You feel me? Yeah, it's consistent too, which I do appreciate because it's hard to find consistency out here nowadays. Same here. It's consistent, it's genuine. Yeah. And y'all don't cheat on me. <laughs> and you don't fuck us over. <laughs> you don't cause us no stress in our life. Zero stress. Okay, bro. You know that? You just quit. For for my little wrap up, um, what I wanted to say was uh once again, what's this my second full episode? Yeah, I appreciate y'all letting having me on here. I, I really enjoy it. It's really therapeutic doing this. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say follow me on Instagram again at the life of King, the life underscore of King. Um, and throughout this conversation, one thing that I posted on my Instagram a couple of, a couple of months back was um, at the age of thirteen and eleven, me and my brother had our own business. Um, it's crazy how the past can give you a glance into the future. And it was a it's a picture of our, our old business card called the Working Brothers. And when Jazz was telling me how, like when she was saying how she was like eight years old when she was cutting hair and then she put her clippers down. It's like when you're young and you don't know nothing, 
that thing that you grab, like you naturally attached to, it's crazy how that jump just come back full circle when you grow up. Oh, big facts. Like, and I'm just seeing that. So I'm just like telling everybody, or I want to tell everybody, just go back to your your child, your child like mine, and that first thing that you naturally went to, pick that shit back up. Mm-hmm. Whatever made you smile when you was doing it when you was younger, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. true. Pick that shit for you. Can't some, say. People, some people really, it might be dancing. A lot of people don't even know that. And I'm not talking about this new generation thing. I'm talking about it's some folks that can really like have culture when they dancing, like mm-hmm. anything. The photography, you know. Like them them lens them lens only capture what you see, not me. And you can make them see what you want them to see. Hello, thank you. That's true. I know I love seeing shit through my drone. <laughs> <laughs> when you shot that video for me, I didn't know that shit was gonna come out like that. I remember that. Yeah. That one that you did in the kitchen. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that. I like that. I just kind of did that shit on a whim, honestly. I was just like, Jazz, you. Out here looking saucy, bro. Let me just throw some shit together real quick. <laughs> That's honestly yeah. how a lot of my projects come out. Yeah. Uh, most definitely, I greatly appreciate y'all having me on the show, man. Definitely. Proud of y'all and what y'all's doing. This this platform here is gonna do a lot for a lot of people. You know, when people need to network, need to hear these conversations. It needs to be discussed. It needs to be normalized. You know. And y'all bring it back. Y'all bring it back what the youth need. You know, we are the future the same way, you know, it might be our future doctor might be cheating on his exam right now, but <laughs> we are the future. <laughs> we need to get it together. Let's start. Y'all have a great platform, man. We can definitely need to network and push out, get a lot more people, you know what I'm saying, to tap in. But I ain't going to tell y'all no lie. I see, I see this going much further than whatever the hell y'all see. I already see it. I'm talking about full station. Like y'all coming in still with the do rag, full station. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, like, what? you gonna grab the mic and just swing it just all the way around the whole podium? <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, quiet! Just be hollering <laughs> like that. Oh, I, I'll go far, man. No, no doubt for sure. I'm proud of y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Definitely follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and everything at the Mean Cuts. D E M I N K U T Z. I appreciate y'all, man. Them cuts me. I'm telling you, them cuts me. <laughs> Definitely follow my guys here. Not too deep. Even though it get deep, it ain't too deep. It do get deep. It's not too deep, but it get deep. <laughs> it do get deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It get. It's getting deep as you can take it, baby. <laughs> hey man, that's the object of respect, man. Even now, make these bitches masturbate. That's how you know you got a good cut, all right? Woo! I guess I'll go ahead and do my closing statement. Um, I don't really have much to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know me. I say what's on my mind, and you know. Yeah, I'll just keep on motherfucking trucking, bro. That's all I can say. I'm focused on my goals, and you should be too. <laughs> hey, I like that. I would just say my closing statement is like, 
me. You see what like trust and a good relationship can do and how far it could take you. So like, don't feel like you have to do it all on your own. Like it's okay to trust people um, because you know, in return, you know, they trust you. Um, you get a lot further um, together than just try to do it by yourself. So, uh-huh. yeah. That's facts. I need that shit, Cal. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The Egyptians ain't build pyramids by themselves, but that's true. There's a lot of them motherfuckers didn't build it. Think about it. As they was building it, people was dying. People were still coming along, building somebody else's vision. You know, they saw what they vision. They continued to build it. That's all we doing, planting seeds. We're getting the garden. We're getting this jungle bumping, baby. It's raining. You feel me? It's springtime. Everything growing. Let's plant these seeds. Let's get it popping. We're going to come back and look at this shit five years later. We'll think about how we were doing this shit on our phones and our laptops. We're going to be sitting in front of each other with the big screens. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. We're speaking everything into existence. Oh, that's what I want to say. Everybody, every fucking body, be careful with your words and your thoughts. Train your subconscious mind yes. to be strong. If yes. you think it, it's gonna happen. If you it's think gonna it, happen. If you think you can, you will. I promise you. Do not be careful with your words. Don't say you don't have and you can't. Say I will and it's on the way. I'm telling you, just don't think have it. it. Speak it and then put it into action. Man, yes, less words, more action. A lot of love. I, I think we should have uh, an episode about manifestation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Next, y'all want to do that yeah. for our next episode? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's that. that's, that's, that. that's the why we getting cut episode. Yeah. That's why we getting cut episode. Yeah. I like asking me about that one too. So yeah. I like that one. Cause I think me and me and Jazz be seeing eye to eye on the manifestation stuff. We be seeing eye to eye. That eye. Yeah, your yours gonna expose itself. <laughs> Your shit doesn't expose you itself. Your shit doesn't expose itself. Jazz woke for real. 49.50. Give your flesh 49%. Give your spirit 51. Don't ever let momentary stuff take over what you have destined for you. So 49.51. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Don't ever let them be equal. You will never win. If you let your flesh fight your spirit, you Never win. Yo, let your flesh out. Take you guys. You gonna go in the right direction. My flesh brought me to the barber, but my my spirit brought me into barber. My flesh thought I was gonna do occupational therapy. So just forty nine feet. Every time you back up, tell yourself live life by the seconds. Less uh, less words, more actions. Love a lot. And forty nine feet. Tell me. The book is on the way. Um, <laughs> Jasmine Johnson book is on the way. The, the autobiography is on the way. Uh, the movie is on the way too. Directed and filmed by uh, Lost Signal TV. Uh, all that's coming soon. <laughs> we will be dropping gems in the movie as well. I appreciate y'all, man. Right, man. Hey, y'all be safe. Most definitely, y'all too. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Y'all have a blessed day. Are you as well? Peace. Peace. Peace.